Good morning, everyone. I like to welcome you to Thrift Stores and Coffee Shops. I am your host and coffee bartender, Miss Ebony, and I'm always trying my best to serve you up a great cup of VIP topics here on this particular platform and podcast. I just want to apologize for my dog yesterday. Those of you that might have listened to the podcast, she sometimes gets a little rowdy, so forgive her if she wants to have a moment this morning as well. I try not to keep her too close when I'm doing this thing. But in any case, today is moaning. Uh, she already starting to groan. <laughs> as soon as I said that, it's like she heard me talking. Um, but anyways, this morning, I just kind of wanted to talk about, um, you know, little topics come to my mind and try to figure out what exactly it's going to be called. And um, it was like styling grace. Like what I feel like I find women, even women of uh, of God or women that profess to be Christian or faith, um, kind of like doing online um, in the face of this this season. And I don't say the season. What am I trying to say? Sorry, y'all. It was all in my head right before I got it. And now I'm like having a mental block, but I'm going to get through this. You know, it's kind of like giving up the style and grace, I guess, so to say, in a in a way that's more so on the lines of being more exposed online, um, clothing wise and fashion fashion wise. I found like just in the last couple of years being online and in, uh, watching like influencers and people that like say they're Christians or women that like expelling the style and grace, expelling the style and grace, <laughs> women that like find themselves like kind of getting into the whole fashion in clothing with kind of more of an open open mindset, I guess. I don't know what to call it. I'm like, less clothes. Let's just call it less clothes. And I've noticed that. And I'm like, is it something about Instagram that just evokes this way about you that can just get online and just feel like, well, let me take this article of clothing off or let me um, you know, be a little bit more bare midriff. And it, I'm not against bare midriff. I personally don't wear it. Um, I'm trying to think if I ever have. Probably not. I'm. I was. Uh, let me tell you the truth. I did grow up more in a like conservative Christian manner, where there were certain things that were just like, even like looked at like it's not that big of a deal if I wear this or wear that. I just used to feel like maybe a little insecure about certain things because I felt like it was just like a little religious about certain things that I didn't feel like needed to be religious of. But I feel like I had the ability to still be a girl and young lady um, as I was growing up. Cause I feel like sometimes parents do want to, especially moms or dads, I think dads in this case, um, want their daughters to stay as young as they can until it's time for them to like literally blossom, you know? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I don't feel like little girls should be wearing heels, like, you know, until maybe they get to middle school and start like, you know, like, for me, like, I mean, if you let your elementary kid walk in heels, like, I mean, she can play in them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not against that, but like heels and makeup and stuff like that. I, I feel like we we need to cherish this time that we have with our our, our little girls and, our, and you know, just kind of like live that life. I mean, you know, I'm an auntie, so I tried my best, you know, when I was, you know, in the same vicinity with my nieces to kind of be that. I don't always say be that example. I don't say I, I do everything right, but just like kind of 
plant those seeds. You know what I mean? I'm not against people being sexy. That's cool. But I'm just like, there's a time and a place. And there's also like, I feel like there should be some kind of like tact. I don't know if it's with the industry now with fashion and how things are changing and where the way celebrities are wearing stuff. And so we feel like we get online, we should wear that too. I don't know. I feel like there's just like this, this influence that comes with fashion. And sometimes it's to me, in my opinion, kind of like going in a left direction. And I feel like everybody feel like, cause you know, a certain brand is out and so many people wear it and it's popular. We just need to just feel some type of way about ourselves and put some type of clothes on and then post it. And I'm just like, do we really have to do that though? You know, like I think modesty is still a good policy to follow. You don't have to take off all your clothes or feel like this confidence coming from you. It's like, you have confidence and confidence, like people say in you, it comes from a place and it comes from, you know, God making you and creating you to be the person that he called you to be. And for me, maybe it's just my standard and my conviction. I don't feel like I need to be walking around with booty shorts on just to prove anything. And I'm sexy. I mean, even the order that I get, I still feel that within myself, but I don't have to put that on display for everybody else. And I just think in my future, like every minute, every man is different. Like, I just have to think about the type of man that I'm going to be with and whether or not he want me to be like showing all that, you know what I mean? Like, some men are okay with their women dressing a certain kind of way. I mean, and they're cool with it. That's them, you know? But I feel like for me, I feel like the type of man that I would have is somebody that would respect me in that regard and will want me to respect myself too. And I'd be going out the house and I'm cut deep, you know, in the front and like hiding high in the back. Like, <laughs> if you get what I'm saying, it's like, you'd be like, are you going to cover that up? Cause, you know? And, you know, I know it's like, people have their thoughts and opinions about like bikinis and that kind of stuff too. I just kind of feel like for me, if I'm like on a beach and I'm, you know, I think people like, oh, you know, you were your girlfriend, y'all got some on or whatever. I just, I think my comfortable level is just like, even if I had one on, I would have something over it just cause I just don't want, oh no, it's, it's, it's a level of comfort. Some women are confident in that. It's not that I'm not confident in my body. I believe I have a really nice figure and frame for my size and the way that God created me. I love who I am and I love every mark, every scar. But I do believe like there should be a sense of some type of like awareness and consciousness. I mean, especially if you're a Christian, if you're not, you're listening to this, like, well, she's being super religious and spiritual. Hey, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But I feel how I feel. I just feel like there should be a little bit more modesty in some of the dress code. I really do, especially if you're a Christian claiming you're be Christian online. But all I see is like, you know, peekaboo this and booty do that. And I'm like, tight pants this and tight pants that. I don't know. I mean, I know that back in the day, like when I was in high school, there would be certain certain like young ladies that just like were a little bit more bodacious than I was. Um, but it was like looked upon in a negative way if that person wore a tight shirt or whatever. And I, you know, I remember one of the ladies said to me, like, you know, I don't think it's like necessarily cool that, you know, you could wear, you know, something that's tighter and I'm small, you know, you know, I'm very petite. I can still shop in them junior section <laughs> and I usually do. And I love it because their clothes be less expensive than ours sometimes, but I still can shop in the petite women's section too. It just has to be tailored if the pants are too long or whatever. And that's fine. I got to tell them to chase 
talking to myself, <laughs> you know, but I'm just saying like, and I didn't think about that until she said that. And I was like, wow, like that is, that is so true. Like I, I empathize with her because I'm like, well, yeah, like it shouldn't be any different that she has a bigger bus than I do. And it's not, nobody says anything to me and my shirt is tight. And, you know, she, her shirt is, her shirt is a little fitted, but I'm smaller. And, you know, she's looked at a certain kind of way and it's not, you know, you know, you know, it wasn't like a compare thing, but she was aware of that, that she was seen different because she was taller, because she looked more womanly, you know, she had a woman body and I, myself, I'm small, I'm little, I'm petite, but I had a similar, you know, a tighter shirt on and, you know, but you could still see my, you know, not that you could see them outside of my shirt, but it was just like, it was fitted. It was a fitted like shirt. And so it's just kind of like thinking about that. And it maybe it's because we're in church a little different, but just having that comparison, I know that probably made her feel some type of way. And I did think about it and I was just like, oh, well, man, I didn't think about that. Maybe I shouldn't wear that shirt anymore, you know, because it, it could be like not fair, you know. And I think sometimes you can't help that your body is shaped differently. You grew up a certain kind of way or, you know, that's just in your genes. Sometimes we can't help that. Um, I think modesty is definitely a good policy to go by. Um, you know, you wouldn't walk in a boardroom with your chest out. You know, you just wouldn't or in a courtroom or, you know, I think we know how to cover it up in certain instances and where we know this is not appropriate to wear here or this is appropriate to there. But I just feel like being appropriate online is important too, you know, because you never know who's watching. And I know with culture and our culture and fashion, it kind of is like everything goes. Like it's always been that way. I feel like, um, and it's always going to be that way because not everybody is has a modest mindset. And I get that. And you don't have to. You're not here. You're not here to listen to me talk to you because obviously that's not something that you into, and that's okay. But I'm just saying, like, there is still a charge. I think we should at least be, at least think about it and hold, be held accountable. A lot of times, I feel like women that are also in the industry or in music or art or whatever kind of entertainment, they'll have daughters and they'll still dress a certain kind of way and they'll still do certain things. And I'm just like, but we call it art, you know, we call it entertainment. And I'm just like, mm, no, we, we really can try to make something be okay when really it isn't. And we'll add it with something because we really know, nah, this ain't, this probably isn't the move. This is probably not what we should do, you know? But I mean, everybody's conviction is different and I do understand that. But for me, I just feel like we kind of got to take some time and really like examine or at least should about the way that we, you know, wear our clothes and, you know, represent ourselves online. I mean, if you somebody that's an influencer and that's all you do all day, every day, then maybe that works for you and you make your money doing it and, you know, you in a bathtub and, <laughs> you know, doing you. Okay, girl. But for me, I'm just like, yeah. Um, I remember like watching uh following this young young lady she was a youtuber she still is a youtuber and also a um influencer i guess on social media she has about I think she almost to her million followers she was young when she started though she was still in high school and of course her parents allowed for her to do that and i remember recently i went to her page and i don't be on her page and stuff like that but i just wanted to like check in um and I just kind of like was watching her, you know, like what she was wearing and stuff like that. And I just kind of was like, dang, girl. Like, I mean, she wasn't doing all that when she was in high school, of course, because she was still under her parents. Um, 
she was on still under her parents' watch, of course, and stuff like that. And it just kind of made me feel kind of sad. And maybe it's because that's my heart, you know, too. Like, I just, I love the young people and I always want to feel like, how can I service them or just like impact them in some type of way and kind of teach. Some of these kids ain't got the parents that teach, you know, I ain't going to say the right way, but some type of way that like, girl, you ain't got to wear all that. You ain't got to do that. And it's just like when I was on her page, it was just like less and less clothing. It was a little bit more provocative. It was a little bit more um, subjective and, you know, less clothes, a little bit more booty. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, poor thing. Like, I mean, she's grown now, you know, officially emancipated from her parents and, you know, living on her own and, you know, not yet grown, but grown, if you know what I'm saying. And it just kind of made me sad. It's just like, I know everybody's not going to live like me or whatever, but I do feel like the impact of the influencer and trend and that whole like lifestyle has really taken a toll on a lot of people. And I feel like Christians have also gotten into this thing. Like I've noticed less clothes coming from Christians. I mean, a girl that I follow who had a beauty blog and I'm not shading anybody. I mean, I could do something wrong and he'd be like, girl, what you, you cussing now? You know, you doing something now? Like now, you know, but you know, I had never seen her in less clothes. It was like one moment I saw her in a, like a full swimsuit. And then the next moment I seen her like literally in a bikini and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you know, and this is a young Christian woman. And I'm just like, okay. I mean, maybe she felt comfortable enough to do it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's my values. Maybe it's the way that I think Maybe it's the way I was raised, but I just kind of feel like it's, I don't know if people just get this confidence to just go forward and just take less clothes, you know, take less clothes off or something. I don't know. I've just, I've noticed it a lot. And it's kind of been like something in my heart that just kind of makes it kind of, not a burden, but it kind of makes me think about it. And something that I definitely wanted to address because I just, I mean, what will we, what will it take to get back to where we should be when it comes to that kind of stuff? And, you know, I think, Influencing is big and it's huge and there's there's impact in it all, but I think there is a certain kind of, I don't know, connection to the world that you get when you get on there. I remember when I first like opened up my page and went public, I would say, um, when I had a beauty page, I no longer have it. I just kind of felt like it was time to shut that down, but it was like... I felt so open and vulnerable to the world. It was weird. I felt like this spiritual thing going on. And I was like, it felt like it was like all these things going on. that I can't even really explain. It. I don't know if anybody else has felt that when they finally have gone public or opened up a page on Instagram and you're like, something feels weird. Like, I feel like vulnerable to everybody. Like anybody has access to me now. And that's kind of how it felt. And I don't know if that's what it is in your you're jumping into this thing because there's so many people on there. And it's, it is honestly a spiritual thing. Like if you think about it, I don't know if anybody has ever been on a set where you've gone and you've been like, you know, an actor or an extra, or you've worked on set, depending on the type of film or um, show or um, whatever it is that's being filmed at that time, sometimes depending on what the whole gist of it is and the the topic or the scene or whatever it could be something really spiritual going on you know what i mean with that i remember when um um 
Jamie Foxx was talking. He had like an interview. I can't remember what show it was, but he was talking about when they did the movie Django, right? And I'm, I don't mean to say names. I'm just using it as an example. Um, they did the movie Django. I don't know how you say it. Django, Django. And I seen the movie. It was kind of funny, lighthearted, whatever, in some instances, but I, I got what they were trying to do. But it was something so powerful because, and you know, Quentin Tarantino, he'll, he don't hold back when it comes to his movies. Like, there's blood everywhere. There's lots of shooting. There's lots of, I mean, you really have to be, like, into that kind of stuff to watch his movies because he's going to do it. He's going to, I think his brain just thinks massacre <laughs> when he writes. And that's exactly what you get when you watch a Quentin Tarantino film. And you would know that because if you've followed him for years or watched any of his movies, you know he's very consistent with his, his pattern of, of blood and messy and violent. And, you know, we know it's entertainment, but that's that's what he thinks. But anyway, something powerful that Jamie said was they were on set and it was a moment where I know that had to be God coming over him, like the Holy Spirit just speaking to him about that song, he started to sing No Weapon by Fred Hammond. And I was just like, how powerful that was. And he was like, everybody was pretty much dead silent. And I think he said, I want to say that he said Quentin Tarantino was tearing up, like he was crying. Um, I don't know. I just It was something so powerful in there. And it was just like kind of changed the whole nature of that whole moment. And it just like, I was like, how powerful that was, you know, to be on set, to have, would have, have been on set in that experience happened there with all these people who maybe people are saved, maybe people aren't, but it's just to do that movie and then God step in, even though we've had all these race wars and stuff going, especially in our country recently and in the past and that just singing that song, like black and white folks coming together, you know, and then God dwells in the middle of that. So that's why I don't judge these people because you never know what God is doing on set at the same time. You know, when there's people that do have a connection to God and this is like too heavy for us. So we need something more powerful to come in and dwell in this moment in time. But I was using that as an example to say that there are spiritual things that happen in the industry or in, you know, even with the social media, you've got many different people online. You've got many different people who have Intentions that are negative, intentions that are good, intentions that are bad. You have many different people that are placed in these positions online to, you know, reprimand when something's right, reprimand when something's wrong. People get banned from pretty much a lot of people. Like Christianity is getting banned. When you go on TikTok, folks is getting banned for speaking out. You go on Facebook, people are getting banned for speaking out. I was like, hey, Christians just can't wait for lose. They hate on us here. They hate on us there. They can tell the truth here. They ban us there. But you can have people that are in the industry just take their clothes off and have raunchy stuff going on. Wops and pops and drops and locks. And here we are getting banned and not them. So, but anyways, that's just how the world works. We won't go into that right now. That's a whole nother subject. But I'm just saying there is always a spiritual aspect to everything that you do and we could all be influenced by it, right? And I think even with influencer influencers and social media and fashion and beauty and all of that, if we're not careful and if you're Christian, you're not in your word, you don't stay grounded daily, you could be influenced by it in a negative way. And my whole thing is like with fashion, I mean, I feel like most of the time when I would dress my dress code, like I would always like be modest. And I think that's because that's just how I grew up. Um, but I really found myself like loving to have my back out. If if I showed anything, my back, I felt like it was like, that's it. It's still classy. You can still feel, you know, your confidence and, you know, your confidence. It just, I don't feel bad about having my back out, you know, like 
that to me is not like a big deal. And like, I would wear like a low drip back or whatever, you know, when we were in college, we just kind of went out all the time. So <laughs> I was like, low drip back, we go with that or shoulders out, whatever. I still dress like I was going to a nice classy event. Like I look at some of the outfits I wore to look, look like the club and the parties. I was like, yeah, unless I had like some kicks on and like jeans or something and it was just kind of low key or we like dressed up for like, Harvest, I call it harvest, Halloween or whatever, and we went out or something like that. But usually, I would be wearing like an outfit that I would probably like wear to a nice event or even church. Like I've caught myself wearing like outfits, and I think about all the club pictures we took. And I'm just like, did I really dress like I was going to church? Like, <laughs> did I really dress like I was going to like? I was like, we really went to the club. Like we was wearing Forever Twenty One like all day every day. But I was just like. Some of those outfits that I wore to the club, I didn't, I don't know. I wear like, I wear like maybe cute little sassy stuff, but I, everything that I wore, I think about it. I was like, I could have wore that to church. I thought I was just homely. But I was like, it was like I was somebody's auntie going to the club. Like, but I mean, I was cute. I was, it was, it was the theme for the night I had it on, but I was just like, it wasn't, I wasn't showing a lot of stuff, if, if that makes sense. Like, I wasn't like, you know like a club attire. I just feel like I was still classy at a club. <laughs> this is how I would say it. I was still dressed like when I went to the club and it was like, you know, not like a lounge. I was dressed like I was going to a lounge, but I was going to the club, if that makes sense. So, and that's me. I'm more like a lounge person, like to go listen to soul music live. You know, that's me. Like you catch me at like a Pachi Cafe or a Village Underground in New York. Like that's the kind of scene that I like to be in. I don't really, you know, that would be more so like my going out. I'm like old soul. So that's probably why I was like, why you look like somebody's auntie at the club? You shouldn't even be here. Like somebody could have said that to me and I could be like, yeah, you're right. I should probably be somewhere else. But I don't know. Maybe it's just a Christian woman in me. I've always had that in me. Even when I was in scenes that I probably shouldn't be in, I was still like being myself. And you know, I can't, I can't, I can't walk away from it. And sometimes you can't even walk away from the calling. That God has for you. You can try, but God is always going to steer you back to the place that He wants you to be in because you you just you get out of your rebellion and you stop doing what you want to do. I will give you free will, also, but I feel like if He's charging you, He's going to put you in a position that He knows He can trust you in, and He's calling you to be uncomfortable in, but you can still do it. And I feel like that's always been inside of me, even when I was around people that I probably shouldn't have been around. Even when I was, you know, I would even say stuff to them and they're like, girl, bye. Like, you know, I just, it was like the Holy Spirit was always in me, even when I was in a in a crowd that I probably didn't mix with, I guess. Not that I was better than, but you know, when you don't fit. That goes for anybody. You know, when you're, you're in something, you're doing something that you don't, it's a rebellion. Let's just call it what it is. You're in rebellion. You're doing opposite of what God wants you to do, but he'll let you do it for a time until he'll be like, okay, now you're going to come on back because all that that you're trying to do, you ain't even, this ain't even you. But I'm thankful for, you know, my mom who raised me the way that she did. And she was, she grew, was growing up. She grew up in a or a more modest home too. But at back, thinking about it though, back in the day, my grandparents, the way that they dressed, they didn't dress all like that. They didn't dress all wild and crazy. My grandpa dressed nine to the nines. And maybe that's what it is too. It was the way that people dressed back then in the 50s and the 60s. People weren't dressing like they dress now. And they put on nice, you know, clothing. My granddad, even me with me watching him for like a month, like he would dress up every day. He had his khakis on. I would take him to the dialysis center. My granddaddy would dress down and he liked to dress. He would wear his Kango hats, his S and S to church, full suit in place. 
Like he wasn't playing around. My grandmother too, her hat, brim hat, nice, really pretty hats. My grandma would wear her garments, honey. And I think that was just the way my family was. We didn't wear that kind of stuff. We didn't just, you know, talking about fast tail girls. My, my parents didn't dress like that. My, my dad don't even remember dress, dressing all whatever, saggy pants. No, my dad was very fashionable too, very trendy. <laughs> He was small and slender too, but he could fit some stuff and be cute with his little, his little tennis shoes on. Oh no, maybe that was the St. Louis way, but I don't know. She's starting to get loud. I'm sorry. But anyways, I just want to encourage us, you know, to just stick to what you know to do and do it the way that you know how to do it. But at the same time, like think about what you do before you do it. <laughs> you think, you know, just let's just have some harmony when it comes to living our best life, but at the same time, I just feel like we gotta start doing better, because the stuff that I see online sometimes, I'm like, what are you wearing, you know, and I know fashion, you know, I love fashion, I love the thrift store, I love doing stuff different, and, you know, I don't like dressing, like, any kind of way either, but I think sometimes we allow for the influence of the culture and what we wear, you know, to kind of what, I guess, the culture is aware and to dictate what we put on, and I think do better and just set a set a standard. I'm like we got to go back to dressing nice and putting people in nice clothes. I think sometimes people might feel even when they're getting older, oh, I'm pushing forty. I gotta make sure that they know I still got it. You know, I'm just like, okay, <laughs> that's how you feel, sis. You know, like here, get this cloak, put this on, girl. You ain't gotta be looking like a jet centerfold online. You cute, we know that. You ain't gotta show us that. You know, but anyways, that's just me. Ain't here to judge you. If that's what you're doing, you don't feel conviction about it. Okay, girl. But I know me. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I want to have daughters one day. I want them to see like, and Mama wasn't dressed like all hoe cakey and you know, all lied doing a hot mess. You know, like I just. Oh, sorry, maybe hoe cakey isn't the right word to use, but just like not in a judgmental way that I was not like. You know, I don't know. I don't want my last and my legacy to be that I didn't dress the part and I didn't look right. That ain't me. You know what I mean? I know better. Because um, I have a conviction in me that just tells me not to don't to do that. Because what are you looking like? You know, what do you feel like? Is that is that how you feel right now? You know, I don't know. Anyways, that's just not the legacy I want to leave. So maybe you okay with that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I ain't here to judge you, but that's not what I want my daughters to see me online doing. I think we could just do better. You know, I just all of us in any shape, given given time and moment. And um, I want this to be a super long podcast, but. I don't know. Weigh in. Let me know how you feel. Leave a message. If you feel like I was judging you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm judging me too because I'm going to look at what I wear from now on and say, is that correct? Is that okay? You know, is your hair right? You know, <laughs> to myself. Because some days I ain't going to lie. I believe it down. And I just like, hey, I don't feel like doing this. I just rinse it and I put it up. And I put a little leave in and then I don't know. Hairstylists sometimes don't even want to do their hair. I ain't going to lie. If you're the one that keep your hair done all day, every day, girl, I tip my hat to you because I ain't that one. I just, yeah, I don't know. I think I got a little bit more lax when I got my license. But before, I used to always stay in the salon and I always used to do my hair all the time. But anyways, maybe that's something I could work on. <laughs> this has been another segment of podcast of Three Stories and Coffee Shops. And I thank you guys for listening in and taking the time to just spend time with me. I appreciate you. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.